The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome into the program. As always, live from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. Get real-time bet tracking. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at the website OddsTrader.com. This is a Tuesday treat for all of us. Uh, as the owner of Circa Sports, Circa Resort and Casino, Derek Stevens and his right-hand man, VP of Operations down here and host of the Nuts weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, Mike Palm, both in studio for the next hour. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. And then we got the uh, we got the Blue Crew uh, memo here last night. Yeah, Look at this. Palm missed the I memo. I Blue yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You can't go back-to-back days with Blue? It's hard. Yeah. You know, we have like six people that watch every day, so I don't want to. You know, yeah, right. Somebody will notice. Know. They will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get in, I want to ask you guys about the decision with the Packers, the numbers on the board from Friday night. Before we do that, uh, great job. The national commercial is now out there, right? It's uh, the two of you at a press conference answering. You're on the hot seat answering questions about Circa Millions and Circa Survivor. Here is the national commercial. You are looking live at the Circus Sports Football Contest for the 2021 season. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm are about to address the media. Derek, you guaranteed $4 million in last year's contest and almost had an overlay. Did you learn your lesson? I sure did it. This year I'm guaranteeing $10 million. $10 million. Next question. Mike. What are the differences between the two contests? Circa Millions requires you to select five games against the point spread each week. In Circa Survivor, you need only pick one team to win in order to advance. Next question. Mike, what does it cost to enter? Entries cost $1,000. Contestants are allowed three entries in the Circa Millions and six entries in the Circa Survivor. Final question. Mike, over here. Over here, Derek. Can you still play if you don't live in Nevada? You need to register in Vegas, but you can play from anywhere with a proxy. There you have it, folks. $10 million in guarantees for the Circa Football Contest this season. For details, go to CircaSports.com. Boy, the, the uh, heat was on. Right. Final question. Sound like you were getting a lot of questions. <laughs> you were pretty pissed. Very warm in the studio. Yeah. Very, very, very warm. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. get this. I have many questions. First off, how many takes did it get for the dollar throw? Oh, gosh. How many times? Uh, well, we nailed it a couple, but we never nailed one live, to be honest really? with you. Yeah. He hit it like four for four off camera. Yeah. And when they started rolling tape, it took like nine or ten tries. Yeah. Uh, overall, how long was it? A little over three hours. Yeah. And there were, and there was the you know the union break in there, too. So Wow, three hours for 60 seconds. The other question is, why was I not there? To get access to the press conference, I would have asked you guys some really good questions. You know who would ask good questions? Matt Eumanns. Matt Humans has been on point about this survivor from day one. When we announced it on the show, he said, this is Derek's baby, mm-hmm. right? And then when we were on My Guys last week, you know, it's running 55%, 45%. Millions 2 has been in the lead the whole way mm-hmm. consistently. We're at 601 for the Circa Millions 2. We're at 485 for the survivor. 
know, and Derek said it's early, this or that, and and humans said what I said. Too quirky, you know what I mean? Too, too oh, many. Oh come on! Too many. There's a show, and and it's a concept show. I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. There's a there's an NBA owner. There's a wine guy. There's a clothing guy. But but and there's a woman that uh, has been on QVC before. Her name is Lori Grenier. She says to be successful, a product must be easily demonstrable, right? You shouldn't have to explain, 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 and explain. Eric, retort to that, please. Well, I think last year, I think what we brought in was something kind of unique. We brought in the extra extra week in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think it was that big of a stretch for, for those like Mike Palm to understand Christmas. <laughs> it's one extra week. That's all. That's all. Bottom line was we went, we had uh, we had 35 uh, people that went undefeated last year. You know, mm-hmm. they went 18-0. So we wanted to add a little bit, little bit more, uh, um, a little bit more strategy into it. So the NFL gave us the first gift, which is the extra, extra game, and then we added Christmas into it. So that was kind of the thought process. Mike, the look on your face, well, kind of says says it all. It's, I mean, it's hard. It's we're not even to August yet, and eighty percent of the entries are going to come in the last <laughs> three weeks. So it's hard to call it already. But I mean, if it paces at at fifty five percent, you know we're <laughs> And we're gonna have to, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna have to have like, you know, six seventy two fifty in the, in, in the in the millions yeah. to get over six thousand. Don't get me wrong. Well, I think we're in trouble on Survivor, but uh, but I think this way we're gonna have something we didn't have last year. We didn't really have a lot of chance for people to hedge out. You know, that that was something because there were so many people that were alive going to the end. Yeah, uh, more on that coming up in a second here. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel. Uh, Paulie is out today as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino was a spot, and the owner of Circa, Derek Stevens, and Mike Palm in studio. I know. I think Mike has brought this up several times. Do you think last year was maybe an outlier just because the Jets and the Jags were so bad? And this year might not be the same thing where the Texans appear to be very bad, right? But where, you know, 35, that's not going to happen every single year in a survivor pool. No, that's true. I mean, it, you, you could say last year was a bit of an outlier compared to maybe prior prior seasons. But but also, if you look back at a lot of other seasons, there's a lot of seasons where you got a team that goes 1-15. you got a team that goes 0-16. So, you know, it, it's uh, it, it'd be fair to say it's, it's more likely you're going to have a situation like that again versus not again. I mean... Deshaun Watson, I mean, we'll see if that, see how this thing plays out. But, yeah, you can have uh, a go against the Texans every week. That's going to be a pretty strong play. You know, Amal famously did his whole survivor last year on the plane flight back from Dallas back to Vegas. This year he did it on the two breaks between A and B and B and C one day on the show. He didn't know the Christmas rule. He thought there were, there were only going to be 19 picks, but he went against the, t- the Texans 12 times in his 19 picks. Wow. Assuming no Watson. Yeah, it seems to make some sense, right? Yeah. Well, and let's be honest here. Even, even if Watson comes back to play for him, what are we, what's the best case scenario right now? Week nine? Week eight? Week nine? Week right. ten in that wheelhouse, probably? Well, yeah. I even brought up, like, they won four games last year with Watson. Yeah. The yes. entire yes. season, right? So, like, what, what does that mean for yeah. them? He's not going to be there even yeah. if he comes back halfway through the year. And by the way, go back and look at his numbers. He was absolutely sensational. Of that, remember, there was that famous thing where, that video where J.J. Watts walking out, puts his arm around his shoulders like, yep. I'm sorry that we could not help you out. You, we, we wasted one of your best years. But the thing to me that's funny is now he's demanding to be traded. Hasn't there been a long body of evidence he should have wanted out of Houston before now? Yeah. After yeah. the extension, well, he's like, I, I've had enough of this. So. Yeah. And, and don't, don't you think, though, he should have been happy once they got rid of Bill O'Brien? Yeah. 
But, right. you know, that guy goes and trades DeAndre Hopkins. So right now, today, I'm looking at uh, 484 in Survivor. Do you want to put a number on it right now? Oh, I well, think I think hitting the six millions uh, millions uh, uh, definitely a big dog at this point. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're going to do okay in the millions, but Survivor is going to be a big dog. You know, you asked a great question. Will the market tolerate an overlay? Uh-huh. You know, what happens if, if Bill Krakenberger and 750 of his closest friends show up the last week? You, mm-hmm. know, you never know. And, and, and other guys like Bill Krakenberger, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, they're from all over the country and maybe the world, that kind of thing. And they're like, eh, look at this. They have 2,000 with a week and a half to go. We need to get involved with this, with this thing. And you can get how many? Six entries? Six. Six? I'll I, tell you what. If I, if, I was a kid, if I was a kid who were 2,000 with a week to go... I'd be rounding up the troops. They say, hey, yeah. guys, we got to go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but overall, if you don't get 6,000, uh, forget about that for a second. What, what is your projection right now? An overall th- amount of entries, if you want to put a number on it. Well, that's a tough question for me because I'm the guy that gets to put the gas on the, on the advertising. So I can adjust, you know, I can kind of make th- <laughs> some things happen. I mean, put it's like, how big, I mean, if I'm going to start putting the gas down on the advertising, you know, there's a good chance. So I, I, that's a tough number for me. Okay. If we're, if we're way low, it's going to cost us a little more in advertising. Right. We, we like, might own the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth innings at Pet Hill. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's a great line. Well, I, I would tell you. I would tell you. We just did. Uh, we did something with one of uh, one of the great partners here at Veasan with uh, Marquee. We signed a deal up with Marquee Network yesterday to uh. do a little bit there. We want to help support some of the some of the sponsors here at Veasan, and uh, you know we're going to be going at it a little bit here. So so I can't put a number out there because if we're too low, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going okay. to blow more money on the ads. All right. Okay. If you could do it all over again, would you flip it to where Circa Million would have the Six million guaranteed survivor. Uh, we're four, in no. July. We're in July. Okay. I'm not, you know, well, I'm making. I'm making a lot of fun. I'm not sweating other no. than the lights up here, but that's yeah. about it. I no. think we're okay. If it's the middle of August and we're on, that might be a different story. Yeah. Um, no, things will definitely start to, uh, in terms of like, the hotels down here, vacancy, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, is it going to start to ramp up? Is it this coming weekend, or is it like, is it the first weekend in August where it really starts to get balls to the wall? Yeah, I think it's really it's really in August is when things start going. I mean, realize right now you've got you still have some competition for uh, for for eyes on television. You know the uh, the NBA championship just ended, and uh, you know there's a, there's a, a lot of looks on Olympics right now. Um, pretty soon you're gonna it's gonna be all football on uh, on television, and that's when it really starts ramping up. Yeah, and those those weekends that you have planned, Mike, are going to be huge as well. They should be uh, with the meet and greets on Friday night and then a pool day for anybody that does a full house. Max number entries, six in the, the Survivor and three in the Circa Millions. And then this panel should be exciting. Uh, Mike Pritchard's going to do it. We've got uh, Michael Lombardi lined up. Matt Metcalf will be on the panel. And then uh, maybe Paul Howard. I, I don't know. It depends on what timing of things in August. He might be a hot ticket item. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> New, news to me. News to everybody here. That'd be good. That'd be really that was good. news to me, but I yeah, like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Um, okay, so you brought up Matt Metcalf, who is the sports book director here at Circus Sports. Uh, your book, I think, was like the only book right here in town. I think maybe you, uh, to leave up numbers on the Packers and the NFC North, but on Friday night when that, that word was getting out, right, that um, according to a source, Rodgers was going to retire Looking back now, it actually looked like he may have retired, but they kind of changed their course, right? You guys left those numbers up. Do you have a conversation with Matt at that point, or is it just like it's a it's a 
well-oiled machine and you let Matt do everything I, that you know. I got a story. I don't know. Mike, do you have a story on this Go one? Ahead, tell your story. So I'm, my story is best said in a, in, in a text. So it's, it's at uh, 6.38 p.m. Vegas time Friday. I text Matt. I said, hey, I'm going on Visa and a nightcap here in 20 minutes. What's what's going on? I was in I was in meetings all day, so I said I need a quick rundown. And he goes through. Yeah, everybody thinks Roger's going to retire. We took the alts down. Everybody else took everything down. And then he says something which I thought was just great. He didn't realize how great of a quote this was. Um, we actually want to utilize this, um, utilize the number because we want people to speculate on what's going to happen. We don't. We'd rather not pull the numbers. We like to use these situations as an opportunity to write money rather than than offboarding it stop mm -hmm. then he comes back about 60 seconds later we're a sports book we're here to take bets i thought that was great yep. gave me everything i needed to know so he left the number up and uh he uh he actually took quite a bit of under money during that time period did he and 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 now it looks like some of that was a little bit favorable to the house now it's come all the way back so he, uh, he, uh, we've had further discussion, but he, he likes to leave the number up. Let's, let's take some bets and we'll see how it plays out. We were on nightcap with Brian Noy, you and I and Banks, as this was all going out. We went from 11 to eight and a half as the, as the, the regular win total, right? With the one on either side in that point, And actually the Vikings became favored to win the division. Mm -hmm. Uh, at one point, I figure if you want to take a shot that he's gone, why not take a shot with the Bears at a lot right. at a lot better price? Yes, Justin Field probably not going to start Week One because it's the Rams' defense, right? But maybe he's in Week Two. Well, sure. And <laughs> I thought one of the things too when you're guys talking about doing this in terms of taking bets your sports book, it's also not, my important thing was not limiting players, right? Like it's it's not just keeping it up because it's easy to keep it up and say yeah, two hundred bucks, mm -hmm. like that's it. It's keeping it up and then taking those bets because I think a lot of people assume that's risky. But you mentioned it; you took under bets too. So it's not like people are just coming in and being like, I think Aaron's playing. Let's bet the overs, and that's the important part to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think leaving the number up was something that we all uh, we all learned a little bit about. Certainly on on our side, for for Matt, he's always been oriented around that, and uh, and CB, and uh, yeah, we wrote a lot of action, so we we uh, we kind of liked it. Did you have many contrarians at all at that time? Go the other way, and were were they taking shots on the Packers to go over their alternate yeah. win total to maybe win the Super Bowl? Over nine and a half. Right, taking shots at the NFC. Yeah, yeah. a few people. Yeah. What did you think? I mean, you're a native Wisconsinite. I mean, what was your gut feeling all the way along? Well, I mean, that's one guy that I don't want to screw around with, Rogers. <laughs> Again, as I said earlier, and I've said many times, he hasn't talked to his family in like 15 years. Mm. You think that he's stubborn enough to actually cave? I don't think so, unless the team actually... I mean, judge based on what Adam Schefter, and Schefter I thought was brilliant yesterday, talking about this on NFL Live, based on the words that he selected on that show, and decided to use live on the air. It sounds to me like Rodgers was pretty dead set, like he wasn't going to come back and play this year. Like, that, like I'm not going to training camp. I'm not playing for Green Bay. This is it. I mean, and then once they finally said, okay, we give in. This is, you know, we'll lop off 2023. We'll make some other deals. And I think, that, I think the guy had his mind made up. What do yeah, you guys think? I, I don't know. I just can't believe it till I see it. I, I just, I mean, he's, it's too much money for me to leave on the table. He's still got the prime of his career, you know, he's still performing. I mean, everybody forget they're 13-3 and three the last two years. You know what I mean? They lose yeah. at home, a couple questionable coaching decisions, game management, you know, Tampa played a great game. So it, it's just hard to believe until you see it that somebody could make that decision. But to your point, you know, he's a different kind of guy. Well, and by, <laughs> and by the way, again, like leave it up to Green Bay to wait until basically August to say, fine, we'll make some moves. Well, what are you going to do now? <laughs> right. <laughs> Randall, who, like, who's Randall available Cobb. to sign? Randall right? Cobb is the difference. Yeah, right. All of a sudden, 
Rodgers is coming back because he convinced him to go get Randall Cobb. Are you kidding me? By the way, how about that angle? The Bears trade Anthony Miller the other day right to uh, to Houston, mm-hmm. opening the door for Randall Cobb to now be traded <laughs> okay. to Green Bay and keep Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I asked. Uh, oh, go ahead. You, you know, season. Vinny made a great point last Monday uh, with him and Danielle on My Guys in the Desert here on this network. There has been no player in the last decade that has meant more to a point spread in the NFL than Aaron Rodgers. Agreed. Well, because their backups have been so awful yeah, as well, right, right? right? They're not right. even competitive when he's not playing. They went the one year, what was it, uh, Hunley, I think, Hunley. is the backup. They mm-hmm. were like legitimately one of the worst yeah. teams in the NFL. God awful when he went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's the most amount that you could assign a point total that you could actually put on a quarterback? People have said for like years, well, seven's like the max. I would disagree with Rodgers. You've got to look at about 10. Yeah. It, it, we don't know that much about Love yet, right? We haven't seen him in game sure. action. But it, when it was Hundley that year, they, were, they weren't even scoring. They no. were getting shut out at home by They're, mediocre yes, teams. Yes, Probably probably more than 10 yeah. in those games. Derek, as a, as a Detroit guy, I'm guessing that you were hoping the guy was going to retire. What yeah, position but, are the Lions in to do anything? Well, they're 18-1 to 1 to win the North, and it went down to 15. Now they're back up to 25. 25, yeah. yeah. Not getting any love on the Lions here. And Dan Campbell. City of the city, the team's rallying around Dan Campbell right now. Dan Campbell just looks like a guy who's going to punt on like fourth and one from the third. <laughs> yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like yes. he just, like that's all you get from Cowardly him. punt index. <laughs> right, <Yes>. exactly. <laughs> that, that's actually going to, it's going to be on his business card, actually. <laughs> Lion tamer and uh, cowardly punt uh, index. I asked Michael Lombardi this yesterday, who's the best coach in the NFC North? No, he said Mike Zimmer, like with a bullet. Here's the way that I would look at it, right? Now that Rodgers is back and they win 13 games at the end of the year, people will say, boy, this LaFleur, he's a really good coach. Is he? I have no idea. Like, that division is, you know, that's what you said earlier, right? Mm-hmm. If Rodgers should probably stay here because he's got a great chance to win the North every single year. You're grandfathered into the postseason, at least for the next two, this year and next year. Who knows what Justin Fields could be, right? There's a potential mm-hmm. that that's going to be great. But for right now, you're a playoff team just because of the division that you're playing in at this point. Well, I, and when, when we say... Is it just Tampa Bay, just pencil men? They got right. 22 starters back. Well, hold on. Green Bay might have home field again. When right. you look at the division, that south is going to be harder. The Rams are going to be face challenge in the west. There's no weak team in the west, right? So you're right. That's the easiest path to home field into the Super well, Bowl. Well, that's my point, too. So you want to go to the AFC West, right? You want to go play against yes. Patrick Mahomes. You want to play on the Denver Broncos. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a gauntlet compared to what you're facing here in the NFC North. Uh, it's an absolute meat grinder. One day the Chargers will be good, Mitch. One day. One day. I mean, the market says it might be this day. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Paul Charchian's very high in the Chargers this year. Likes them a lot. I mean, what's their record last year with a different head coach? Well, they win at least five more games, don't they? (laughs) They blew five double. Five five double. How do you blow five double-digit leads? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely the insane. Yeah. They had a double-digit yeah, lead over yeah, the Buccaneers he, that they blew. Yep. You know, he's running read option with 45 seconds left in the first half. <laughs> yes. Up by 17. Yeah, go back, <laughs> go back and look at their schedule. They had the Bucks down big on the road. They had the Saints, the down, Saints big down big. Saints down huge on the road. And in then a he quit playing. Game. He just started running the ball in the second quarter. Yep. Uh, fascinating. I mean, as long as something's been in the water, though, in that with that organization, this, goes, this is pre, this is circa, Anthony Lynn, right? Like it's been going on since Marty Schottenheimer was there. Well, yeah, but Marty went thirteen and three and fourteen. It just couldn't win that first play. I was say, the disappointment <laughs> was in the postseason yeah. at least. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, by the way, uh, Matt Simo, who does he does a great job doing the proxy service, footballcontest.com. At some point in the next month, I told him about this earlier on in the season. I want to have you in just to talk about how many people from different countries fly into Las Vegas and get involved in the contest. Do you guys have any idea, like? 
now that air travel is better, obviously last year didn't even exist really mm-hmm. until later on in the summertime. But do you guys know, are people in from all over the world so far to sign up, or do you not know any of that stuff yet? Um, I've, I've met, uh, I met somebody that flew in from uh, someplace in uh, Mexico uh, a couple weeks ago, and I know we've had quite a few Canadians coming in. Matt Simo would be a really interesting guest on this show because of the stories and the people he gets to meet. That, that'd be a good one. I think he said last year, even last year, it was like 10 or 12 different countries. Mm. Is that possible? That it could have been like, maybe that was 2019. Huh. But your, when you put that commercial on and you said you want to put the gas on the advertising, like where's that going to go? All over the entire like, world? Or? Well, you know, it's, well it's, you'll see, huh? It's different. I mean, it's obviously going to be on television throughout throughout the country where we can where we can get it on. Um, and social you know, media NCAA, NCAA football yep. doesn't uh, support sports gambling, so you know it's still a fight to try to get your damn commercial on television. Ridiculous. You know, yep. I'm trying to do something with Nebraska, it's, Illinois. They're saying no, NCAA um, will never support sports gambling. It was easier two years ago than it is now. Yeah, that, that's is. the strange right. thing. Is that right? Yeah. When you were Walter. I was going to say, you got to bring back Walter. I think that's the difference, right? <laughs> you see that reaction? Everybody's great commercial, but we want Walter. Yeah, I, know. I was going to write you. You grow into it. Well, I but. just like the delivery of your line, Walter. <laughs> yeah. And then we loved up and down. Up and yeah, down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that this year right now, as of this minute, there are states who you actually want to play that commercial in to say, come on out, let's open, let's play some a contest they're like nope no chance is going to be on tv here yeah we've got turned down more than we've got accepted i'll tell you that wow yeah. really more than yeah that's why when we get the contract okay we got it we got we got to get on that one but it's amazing it's amazing how how things are things are changing and some of the state's laws are changing arizona's funny right now yeah. because now all of a sudden they don't want to accept any advertising until sports betting comes in in September. So every state has a different nuance right now. All right, we'll continue on that. And also, uh, your guy, you guys are both big baseball uh, fans. Is there a team they trust in either league at this point? That's coming up. First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered, up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you'll also find a new feature, daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. That's vegas.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas1000. As we continue here, the owner of... uh, Circa Resort and Casino, Circa Sports, Derek Stevens, along with the Golden Gate and D, downtown Las Vegas, with uh, VP as well of operations down here, Mike Palman, the host of the Nuts weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 uh, o'clock Pacific. So we've seen a couple of teams make moves so far in baseball. You guys both love Major League Baseball. Nelson Cruz of the Rays. But I thought I thought the A's were a great landing spot for him. Yep. How do you top that move? Other than if Scherzer goes somewhere, I don't know. You can top the first move with Nelson. Maybe Cruz. you might be right. <laughs> well, and to your point, because it blocks the A's from yes, getting him too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yep. But the team where you do, guys do the relationship that you have with the Padres, I thought under the radar. Adam Frazier has been basically leading baseball in hits so far this year, right? Well, you don't like it, Mike. Well, who's out? 
Kim? He's going to be a utility guy. Bonworth's going to play less? No. Probably yeah. a little bit of Hosmer, a little bit Myers, and Kim. I mean, that, that's I could deal with Myers. Out. I could deal with Myers taking more time off. Yeah. Here, you yeah. Know? He, he might be the guy. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go out and get a top pitcher. A, a one, they have to, Absolutely. right? Paddock's going tonight. You can't rely on him. Mm-hmm. Darvish's slider has been hanging and spinning for a month. Yep. Okay. Musgrove overuses his slider. I think they're going after Luis Castillo. Don't look now. His numbers for what the last nine or ten starts? Yes. Sensational. <laughs> the thing is, will the Reds give him up? Is I think the Reds con- are going to. It all depends on uh, Castellanos. I mean, how long is he going to be out? If he's not back in, they're not getting anywhere. They're so far back. Castillo to that mix. Here's the thing: like on paper, their starters look awesome, right? I think their 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 starters have uh, actually been more. T- Sorry, the bullpen has been more taxed than any other bullpen in baseball. It's a great by bullpen. far the most innings, right? Yep. It's it's and it's a great and bullpen. And it's number one. But <laughs> at what point is it like October? Here we go again. We we need to go five innings again today. Does it wear on them? Are they the National League's Rays with this concept of the bullpen? I mean, the Rays whole thing is get get to the fifth inning close, right? And yeah. then we're going to outpitch in the bullpen the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. This is the problem is you just need guys like Snell, like just stop walking, dudes. Like Paddock, <laughs> stop giving up home runs. I think it's why like a Barrios type or. Right, Castillo would be brilliant for him. Which teams do you think make make the most sense for Scherzer? Whoa, I mean, I I think I mean I I don't think I've seen a trade deadline um, with one impact player that has the potential to make a favorite favorite in uh, in the World Series. I mean, if the Mets make this deal, if the Mets do it, I mean, Degrom Scherzer, I think it's going to be pretty difficult for uh, for the Mets. <laughs> Not to roll, and I know it's the Mets, but but uh, but but Scherzer, Scherzer, I like what he did. He said, you know, I'm not going to block any trade, any contender. Um, he did that for the for uh, for the Nationals. Yeah, but are they going to trade him in division? Um, I, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think I don't think that would happen. But I'm really amazed. You really, you have to handicap which teams are going to be the most aggressive. How about Padres? the Astros? How about the Astros? How about the yeah. Astros? That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be something with yeah. the Astros. Yep. I, the, the best lineup, I got them at 6-1 to one to win the West, I, or excuse me, the, uh, the American League. They're, they're brilliant. The best lineup in baseball. It's not close. It, right. <laughs> not even close in terms of their lineup. And if you add one guy, because they're getting, they've developed those guys so well. And if you get one top-end guy, and here's the thing, because you mentioned the Nationals, there's also a realm where they, they deal him, he plays for a team, wins a World Series, and then he goes back to Washington because he's on an expiring contract. Yeah. Right, that could, that could happen. Sure, sure. I think uh, the Barrios deal is not going to happen because they have they have them locked up for another couple couple years. So that's going to be a huge ask for for uh, for for Barrios. Yep. But I do think Castillo's in the mix, and I think Castillo's the second most impactful player that could be dealt. But Scherzer's obviously somebody that changes you know all of October. How about Chris Bryant to the Mets? And I cannot believe I'm you know at some point talks have to pick up the Dodgers for Kimbrel. They have to have do something. To. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile. I know DeGrom, if he comes back, is going to win it. But Kimbrough should be the default uh, position for Cy Young in the National oh, League. Oh, wow. I never thought about but that. But Josh Tower said there was not enough buzz about him for him to win a voted award. And Kimbrough. I'm going to look wow. today. How about if Chicago had both of them? You should give it to Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn should be your American League Cy Young. I don't get the number on Garrett Cole. Why no. is he odds on still? It doesn't make any sense because to me. Because that was the narrative all year. Yeah, right. That's why. Yeah, Lance uh, Lynn has been much better. I, I would agree with that. I thought Rodon was better. His last start was not great. Yeah. But Rodon could still pick it yeah, up over they, the last they two months. If they don't miss home plate, he might win that game. Yeah. I mean, well, that, right. that changed the right. whole game with the bases loaded and nobody out. I'm going to look, look, look at Look at these World Series odds. Doesn't something really stand out to that you? Can't be, that can't be accurate. The Astros are at 22-1. to 1. 
Uh, yeah, what, what, what's postage here? Yankees no. are the, the. This had to be pre. This is pre. This is preseason. I was like, Yankees yeah. at five fifty. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Give me whoa. every bit of the Astros at twenty two yeah. to one. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I wouldn't take the Yankees plus five fifty that would get in the wild card. So, boy, oh boy! And we didn't even talk about them. About blow that team. Team that has to make a move. We'll get to our in pocket plays. What we're betting uh, on today's card coming up next here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Alright, let's fire, baby. In pocket plays. Uh, we'll recap yesterday. So, a loser with the Reds full game. Had that at uh, plus 114. My God. Bullpen blows it. Uh, Miley wasn't great. Okay, though. Uh, I did add, this was not in pocket, but I did also add them for the first five. And that's the way baseball betting has turned into and what you need to do more and more like every single day. But overall, in pocket yesterday, that one was a loser. I did a Belgium plus eight against Australia. Women's basketball over in Tokyo. They won outright 85-70. That was a one-point game in the fourth quarter. And they ended up winning by 15 points. So, but I'll take it. That's a winner. And today I'm on the A's fading Chris Paddock in the first five. That plus 120 is the number that I'm seeing right now. That's what I have. Uh, just one for me, and I haven't been on this week, so nothing to recap. But uh, NBA draft, Davion Mitchell um, offered over at William Hill 10.5, shaded to the over to buck 20. Uh, most spots, 12.5 is the draft position for Davion Mitchell, and that's shaded to the over in a lot of those spots. So over that 10.5, Mitchell did a really good job in the NCAA tournament. Uh, his stock arose then, but it's pretty clear he's going to be a late teen selection. So over 10.5 at minus 120, a fair price there to lay with Davion Mitchell going over that. I like it. Maestro. Just five baseball plays today. Only five? Well, I got to make up for them all. Uh, you know, Cal Quantrill's pitched very well quietly for the Indians. He's facing um, the Cardinals. I don't like this Cardinals lineup. This Cardinals lineup, you know, it's 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 Drek outside Arenado to me. It really is. It, it really yeah. is. Goldschmidt isn't what he once was. Uh, Wainwright going for the Cardinals. I'll take first five Quantrill at even money tonight at home against the cards. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fade these awful Rangers. They finally got the lead on Sunday after not having led yeah. one inning since the All Star break. Yeah. But you know, by the I, way, do you know how many innings that was? How many innings was it? If they did not score in that inning, it was gonna be a hundred consecutive innings. <laughs> it was a hundred. It was gonna be. It was at the hundredth inning, right? 100, yeah, right. right there. So it was 99 consecutive innings where the Rangers did not have a lead. We, we was that series at, at Comerica more about the Tigers being good or the Rangers being bad? Well, I think we found that out in Kansas City this week. I'm gonna take the D-backs and Widener. Against Dane Dunning tonight, first five plus one twenty. I like Urias in this spot in the opening game in San Francisco. You do? Okay. I think he's cheap. First five. I'm gonna lay thirty cents here. It's twenty cents for the game. I don't want this Dodger bullpen. No, no. no, no I no. I mean, how can they keep Trot and Jansen back out there? Uh Flexen's been a moneymaker all year. I don't get this move. Plus one forty five. I'm playing them for the full game. I want all nine Mariner at bats. They are so good in one run games. Although they could they, they they blew past them to win by three last night. And then I'm going to fade Paddock as well, first five. I'll take plus 135 on, a, you, on an A's team. You found nice. plus 135 in the first yeah. five? Okay, I'll first shop around. First five. Okay, uh, yeah, there you William go. William Hill. Okay, I'll be on that today as well then. Um, 
So how about that loss last night, though, by the Astros? A 7-0 lead, and you give it up. This Mariners team, I mean, it's like people keep doubting the Giants this year. Well, the Dodgers are going to run away with the West. It's four months in, folks. Uh, this, Like the Mariners right now, they kind of are what the record indicates, are they not? I know the run one, ga- run one games are insane, but for a single season, that kind of thing can continue. Guys like Gill and, and analytics people will say, look at the, the run differential, though, yeah. and that, and, and to, to the point where they're so good in one-run games where they get blown out in a lot of games. I mean, they were last in batting average for a, a long portion yeah. of this year. They've been doing it with some decent pitching. The bullpen's been underrated here, and they're a great story. They're almost one game back of the A's now for the second wild card. Yep. I, I think good bullpen overall yeah. with the Mariners. Well, and your point's more important, which is this is maintainable for a season. Now, going into next year, what that looks like, yep. sure, if you run it back, but yeah. That's what I try. There was a year, a couple of years ago, when I bet Edwin Diaz to win the Cy Young at 500 to 1. And Diaz eventually, like in August and September, picked up a little bit of steam. He didn't win, but they were winning all of these close games, and he was automatic, and he saved like 50-plus games. Like for one year, that can happen. Like Diaz has not been the same guy since he went to New York, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that relievers from one year to the next are so volatile. I mean, you have no idea what to expect from these guys. But in one single season, they could be locked in completely. Remember the, the Rangers like four years ago? They won like every one-run game possible, and they actually had a really good season and then completely fell off. Yeah, that's after right. That. Yep. That's right. Mike, you were telling me during the break, and Derek, the biggest problem that some of these states have with the commercial that we played earlier is what? Talking about the contest. It, it looks like a live press conference because of Brent saying, you are looking live. Now, if we can remedy that by a previously recorded bar or something like that, but we certainly don't want to lose Brent's voice. That's the point of it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's the star of the show. So. Well, the British reporter is getting some steam, too. <laughs> the, uh... right, rightfully so. She's a cruise ship singer. That, yep. that was her main job was really, but now you know when the cruise ships went away with pandemic, she started picking up these commercials and that. But we we talked to her in the green room, pretty interesting. Yeah. So and and some states though, like I said, Arizona, they're taking a position that they don't want to take uh, some sports betting advertising until sports betting becomes legal. So every state has you know mm. there's so much changing in the sports wagering world that that uh, states are uh, states and stations are interpreting rules differently this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, how has the overall right been for the Olympics here? <laughs> Nothing? Non-existent? No, I, no, no, it's not making it much whatsoever. What's, uh, are you guys, you're playing the basketball. Yeah, I got a couple futures in hoops, but I'm not betting really anything else. Did I, you play the USA? Did not, you win the gold? Not yet. I've got Australia 20 to 1. Yeah. And I've got Nigeria at 100 to 1. Those are the two that I'm sitting I on. bet some swimming last night. Swimming is... I forget, I said this a little bit earlier today in the show, I forget like every four, until we get the Olympics again, how much or how great Olympic swimming events are. It's awesome because like the 50 meter, the 100 meter, the 200 meter, you're in and you're out. And then to have like bets on this stuff and they're all within like fingertips of winning. Oh man, it's a great rush. It's ben, great, great to watch. It's great to watch. I mean, uh-huh. I think combination of, you know, the time zone element and everybody really kind of knows what's happening by the time, you, by the time, you know, America gets to watch the Olympics, it's basically a little bit of a um, choreographed highlight show. So know, it's, yeah. it's, there's a little bit, a little bit with that. Plus, I mean, you just don't have a lot of name recognition after you get out of, uh, you know, a couple of the big sports with basketball and things like that. So you just, you just don't get the volume. How about the, how about the men's triathlon with the boat in the middle oh, of the harbor? They got to restart. They got to restart. How happened? How did it happen? Well, how about they, the- the one guy who actually dove in behind the bush yeah. and backing up into him. I yeah. thought, oh, man. Did you see the look on the face of some of the guys? They're like, uh, there's a boat. Okay, I in. Boom, they ring the horn like, I'm in. Restart the triathlon. It's right. one thing in a 400 meter. A restart the triathlon. Right. 
It's been, uh, it's been tough going for the American politicians over there so far, uh, Popovich and Osaka. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, it's time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming and dare we say, free to play on DraftKings.com. If the odds are in your favor, 10 Gs could be yours. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. That's DraftKings.com slash Crocs. We'll continue one more segment here with Derek Stevens, owner of Circa, and also Mike Palm as well. He's coming up later on today with the Nuts. Uh, we'll go over Derek's, maybe some of Derek's survivor strategy this year, and uh, maybe some of the feedback to the survivor, like what's the most difficult wrinkle in that contest this year as we continue here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Tip to bet on Bet River Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com to find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only a one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You got to be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, 1 800 Gambler. Indiana, 1 800 9 with it. Colorado, 1 800 522 Michigan, 1 800 270 7117. Virginia, 1 888 Iowa, call 1 800. Before we uh, get into Derek's survivor strategy and show you some of the uh, schedules that are available here that they made up at Circus Sports, uh, I wanted to run a couple of upcoming weekends that we have here in Las Vegas by you guys uh, during the football and hockey seasons uh, that we have. Sunday, October 24th, Raiders host the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Golden Knights take on the, the New York Rangers, same day. Uh, on the day after Christmas, which is a Sunday, the Raiders host the Denver Broncos the next night. The Avalanche are in town to take on the Golden Knights. And uh, people might laugh at this, but don't, maybe don't sleep on November 20th. The Columbus Blue Jackets play the Golden Knights, and the Raiders host the Bengals that same day. So Las Vegas is going to be absolutely nuts, at least uh, those three weekends anyway. What else uh, is going on? Absolutely. Think about uh, you got Christmas, then, then Broncos fans who travel. Mm -hmm. You know they play they play the day after and then avalanche right after that so it's going to be a heck of a heck of a um, visitation from uh, from uh, the Colorado sports fans to Vegas and it leads right into New Year's you know so that's going to be great but then we'll go to let's take a look at this one on November twentieth what you just said you got uh, ooh, it's Columbus playing is that correct yes then, yep yeah Columbus is playing um, uh, the Golden Knights the same day that the Raiders are playing. The Bengals. So it's the first time in Vegas you're going to have a, a dual event right close to each other. So traffic's going to be crazy. But here's a, here's another kicker. Um, that's also the weekend of the opening basketball tournament. So on November nineteenth, wow. 
Michigan basketball plays UNLV. You got Arizona plays Wichita State. That's right. On the 21st, Michigan's going to play the winner of Wichita State, Arizona. Yep. So you got well, that. Wait a minute. Are you assuming they're beating UNLV? I, I, I took a shot. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I took the <laughs> shot. So, so yeah, you got a big basketball tournament coming in. And then this is really the kicker. This is the one we're all, we're all kind of laughing about, you know. So you got, you got, you got the Raiders playing Philadelphia. Philadelphia is critical in this, and and then and then the Golden Knights are playing the New York Rangers. So we got a couple East Coast, uh, East Coast teams coming in, East Coast fans. But what's really, really um, going to really juice the town up is that weekend, October twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. Let's also have four hundred thousand or no five hundred thousand people in town for EDC. That's EDC, yep. EDC weekend. weekend. So EDC plus New York Rangers fans plus Philadelphia Eagles fans. Holy this is going to be the the most epic weekend of worlds colliding. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. What are those Eagles fans going to do to these poor kids on their e? I mean, they booed uh, Santa Claus. Yes, they I do. Mean, this yeah. is this could EDC. get ugly. Peace, love, <laughs> unity, and respect. This is going to be one heck of a weekend, October 24th. Oh, man. Well, those kids probably won't feel anything. If they <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no. Wow. What are room, room rates across the yeah. city? Wow. Yeah. Actually, when I said I said 500000 that's what they expected is. But this is the first year because some of the pent-up demand. Pasquale Rotella, who owns Insomniac, uh, he's actually going for 600,000 people, 200,000 people a night. It's at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So they can get it in. Mm-hmm. So they can get it in. But you just think about what traffic's going to be like. It's going to be one of those crazy, crazy weekends we're going to be hearing about for years. With all that going on, are you going to go to EDC? Absolutely. Absolutely. I will never miss that. Do you, go, do you go the entire weekend or one night? I usually can handle one night now. It gets a little crazy. Plus, it's expensive. I mean, it's really expensive. So I'm probably going to go on Friday night. <laughs> I'm going to go. Reaction. It's really expensive. What's yeah. the, uh, I took Mike once, is it? What's well, the when I was situation? 40. When I was seven <laughs> years ago, eight years yeah. ago. I'll probably do the Friday night. Friday night because we got sports all weekend. How, how do you get out there? Do you take your private helicopter? No, 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 no. We uh, we usually take uh, we usually take a little limo out here, put a whole crew together, and uh, roll out there. He stays till sunup. Well, you have to if you he go out there, right? Stays till sunup. Yeah, Mary and I couldn't make it. We had a, we had a call for a limo at about four thirty. We <laughs> we couldn't make it. The year he took. Are us. you going again this year? No, that's a once in a lifetime thing for many people. <laughs> <laughs> too old, way too old. Yeah, I went probably seven eight years ago. I thought I I had no expectations. Right, I thought it was amazing. I loved it. Go all three nights or what? No, one night. Okay. One with night. Lorraine. Yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. some of her friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you have you been? No, I've never been. Would you go? Or it's not your cup of tea. Yeah, I'm not really an EDM guy. But here's the thing: I'm not really EDM. It's, it's Derek, an event. Right? It's oh, an I mean, event. It's like you don't have to be a race car fan to want to have to go to the Indy 500. Bingo, bingo. Okay. Yeah, All right. but to go out there and, and to see how people are just uh, attacking that thing and of that many course. people for <laughs> yes. it is nuts. But Joe Public's experience of an event, and then if you go with Derek Stevens to an event, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a different thing. Yeah, you know different. what I mean? Yeah. As Jacob Roach, I got to sit on the glass for the Stanley Cup. <laughs> of course. Um, so show show us what you have here for schedules. Are you making schedules available to the public? Is that what we're doing? We here? will, we will. But you know, I just talked to our, our director of marketing, Mike Dean. He asked him when they're in, and he said, "Yeah, we got a f- couple logistics problems." But yeah, we've got a couple of different uh, scenarios here. Okay, and so this is the, this is the simple one, right? You know, easy. Take this. You can put it in your in your uh, in your travel bag. Take this one home, no problem. Now this one rolls up. This is a. I like this one. 
this one's a little more serious, you know, so. You got to frame that one. Yeah, you can frame that. You can post it on a wall. You got something like that. It's like a movie poster when we're younger, JVT, that we put up on our wall. And I don't know if we're going to sell these, but uh, this is more, this is our own personal prototype. It, it's going to sit next to me at, at, at uh. <laughs> oh, look at this at, thing. At, at, at Mega Bar. Nice little trifold <laughs> here, you know. It's very sturdy. I needed something sturdy because things get a little rough on Friday and Saturday nights at the bar. <laughs> Robust. Robust Very is right. Robust. Yeah, so we'll be sell we'll be selling uh, some of these. Hopefully, they'll be in uh, in our gift shop by uh, by uh, the next week. Okay, or, very the good. Or something. Um, last year when we brought you on, it was the first year for the Survivor, and you went over like all of the because you as Mike said earlier, right? This is your baby. You love playing Survivor contests, but you you I mean, so you've been doing it for a long time, and like you were going over Merlin reversal. The double option. You have like six or seven different strategies you can put into this thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously everybody starts over here, and and you start with the bull rush, and then you know the double option, and now this year because of the six entries, you get the triple option. You know, I think there's a lot to be said. I mean, the opening game, you got ten, you got uh, you got the Texans versus Jaguars, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there makes a lot of sense to play that because you're you're gonna blow one, but then you the the team that won, you're never gonna use them again. So you're nice, you you cleared yourself out. Then, you know, you, it's important to also take a look at the end of the season where you got to work your way backwards, like Merlin. That's that's where the Merlin reversal comes in. You got to make sure you got some winners over here because, you know, you, you, you got to be able to navigate. So you need one of these things. This is your map. This is like the old AAA days when you had to, you had to have your, uh, 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 you know, trip tick and you have to be able to know where you're going. You need one of these things to be able to plan this thing out. You can't just go in willy-nilly. You got to be able yeah. to, you got to have a strategy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said Mike said them all knocked it out between two commercial breaks in one of their shows. So yeah, that's not willy nilly at all. No, no, there's a lot of no. thought there. Yes, it is, right? <laughs> Take it very seriously, as he does everything, uh, right, Mike? Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the feedback that you've gotten so far on Survivor regarding like the Christmas and the holding on to the Buccaneers and the Chiefs to the last week to get that? Uh, no, I, bonus? I think I think the the one thing people have to understand is holding on to the Buccaneers and the Chiefs to the last week. Forget about that. Just don't worry about it. I've told everybody. That's just a bonus. If you happen to have have one of those two teams available and you play them, yeah, you get an extra bonus. But don't even think about that. The fact that it's getting in people's heads, that's the whole purpose of this. How are you going to make it through the from here to here without taking the Chiefs and without taking the Bucks? Mm -hmm. It's a $6 million guarantee. Why are you chasing the little cherry on top? doesn't make sense. Forget about that. Put that at the end. I think by the time we get to the end, um, if we get to uh, like this, what would be week 20 in, in this contest, I think very few people, if anyone, will have the Chiefs or the Bucks because you're going to need them throughout the season. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Sal Palantonio on this show last week, covers the NFL and the Eagles and that division for ESPN. He was the first guy that I've heard so far this offseason bring up the potential of load management in the NFL where it might not be players taking games off, per se, until like way late in the season, but he said, eh, just watch. Like, in a 14-point game, fourth quarter, like, the starting defensive line might not be out there to rush the quarterback because it's like, we're going to be playing. If we're going to be really good this year, make a deep run. Like, we need to start watching these guys how many snaps they're going to take. He said, watch the snap counts. What do you think about that? Huge impact on, huge impact on fantasy football, huge impact on sports gambling. How would you like it? How would you like it when you you got the Chiefs? You're laying thirteen and a half or yep. something like that. And let's say they're up by seventeen, eighteen, and yep. uh, beginning of the fourth quarter, they pull Mahomes. Yep. Yep. I mean, we see this in college football. We're accustomed to thinking what that's like when you have a big favorite. 
but yeah, it, it could be different. A lot of people are talking about it, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how how everybody's gonna 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 really love this because you know they're gonna have a backdoor cover that's gonna give you guys a whole lot well, to talk about right. on a Monday. Well, that'll be in week one, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right. Every week. Yeah. Uh, what'd you make quickly here? What do you guys make of the uh, Texas Oklahoma news in college football? Looks like it's gonna be next year now when it happens. What's amazing, and I asked. Uh, uh, Brett McMurphy this yesterday is how, how does Bob Bowlesby not sense that they're leaving the league, right? Good old Bob from Waterloo, Iowa, former AD at Iowa before he went to Stanford. And he said these, when teams leave a conference, it's like a divorce. I mean, that's how bitter it is. And and they're sometimes the last people in the room to know is the conference commissioners or the other teams in that league. I think the Big 12 is all done now. Yep. It, yep. it can't be. It's got to divide up. What are they going to do? Bring in teams from the American Athletic Conference? Well, I, I mean, it yep. might improve the quality of football, but it's... It, it's not the Big 12 anymore. Power 5 so, status is gone. How many? I mean, does does the Pac-12 dive into Texas now and try to pull some of those? I think they should. I uh, mean, why not? I said if you're Kansas and Iowa State, you call the Big Ten immediately. Yeah. I think the Big Ten will go after Kansas hard, yep. right, to get that basketball program in there. That's what I would think, too. Wetzel <laughs> said last night, Dan Wetzel said that, uh, according to sources, Big Ten, not they're not going to actively pursue anybody. Why would you not? Well, the caveat, if I remember correctly, the caveat is conferences technically can't reach out. It's got to be yeah. the, the universities that reach out to the conferences. Well, so maybe they, they should be. Yeah, yeah. we're probably going to end up seeing a bunch of 16-team conferences, right? And yep. you either split it eight games yeah. or, like the SEC, maybe 4-4-4-4 four, 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 and, four, and have four divisions. Yep. Fellas, great to see you in studio today. Thanks so much for the hour. Thank you very much. Dynamite stuff. Frank Schwab on today, Wisconsin guy. Oh, on there the, you on go. On the nuts. On the nuts a little bit later on. Good luck today with your bets. We'll see you.